All right, it's called Santa Claus. He began to laugh. Ho, ho, ho. Santa swung and Santa! Billy woke up screaming. <sighs> Not another nightmare. I think I'm going crazy. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Coming up on 612 on this Halloween morning, I don't know how to address what you're wearing today. If you watch us on the live stream, which you can do on our YouTube page. What's wrong? Or our website. You just click watch live as opposed to listen live. And you can uh, see the cameras in the studio here. Eric is dressed up for Halloween as one of our coworkers. Yes. Put some hair behind your ears. That way you can kind of see your face a little bit. There you I, go. I will say this. Which go. he struggles with, this <laughs> said coworker. A couple of things here. Yes. Uh, wigs are really hard to wear. Oh, yeah. You don't have to wear that all morning. And it's getting into my coffee. Ew. <laughs> As yeah, is Mike's actual hair. Yeah, so I, I am going as our assistant program director, Mike Spaldian, good friend of mine. And uh, I'm going as the 2025 version. Yes. Because you grayed out a little bit? Yeah, so when, when you're in a role that he's in with all the stress and exhaustion, he will soon be gray. Oh, very nice. I straddled the line for you because Eric was demanding that I dress up for Halloween, which I typically do not do. Last year, you made me... Go as the counterpart to your... Yeah, I went as counsel. You went as Lafleur. It's okay. a great look. Which was easy enough. So what I'm what I'm looking for is you wouldn't probably otherwise know I'm dressed up in any way. <laughs> this is true. I was going to say he, he went as casual Vince. So when I, norm, when I typically wear what I'm wearing right now, it has been said that I resemble the president of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky. Yes, you do look like the president today. So fine. If that's what, well you, want to see, if that's what you want to see today, yes. then, then that's what I am. You don't talk like him, though. <laughs> no. Go ahead, try. <laughs> I was going to say, does no. he have an accent? No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> now, uh, a couple of things we do, and we should mention Adam Roberts is in full body gear today. Yes, he is. Yes, uh, sir. St- uh, yeah, he's setting up the camera And this here. is a risky move, too, because as you all well know, our newsroom can get very toasty on any given day. And so I took a risk with my owl body suit this it morning. It could also be a meat locker back here, too. So, I mean, it kind of mm-hmm. depends yeah. on... My- <laughs> So, yeah, so he's an owl today. Yes. Full body. Okay. That just looked like comfy jammies to me. <laughs> they but, are. You know, all right. Awesome, dude. <laughs> so, big day today. It has been posted. It is online right now. I'm going to be uncomfortable all day. The <laughs> annual Wisconsin's Morning News this is Holiday why you're Radio comfortable Show. comfortable clothes, Vince. That's yeah. why. <laughs> so, the radio show has dropped. And you want another teaser? You can, you can access it right now. You can access it right okay. now. It's on our website. Yes, give me another teaser. All right. It's called. Santa Claus. He began to laugh. Ho, ho, ho. Santa swung and... Santa! Billy woke up, screaming. Ha, ha, ha. Not another nightmare. I think I'm going crazy. <laughs> Santa Claus is the name of the Halloween radio show this year, produced exceptionally. It is really a work of art done by Greg Pancake Kill, so thanks to Greg for... All the work. Um, this is based on a literary work that you created as a child. So I wrote this when I was 12. Do you want to hear what the, the teacher had to say? Yes. This was a paper that you submitted for school. Seventh grade English. 
Eric, I'm well pleased with the solid substance and the tight organization. You obviously spent considerable time on the project. The gratuitous violence, though, is inappropriate and in very bad taste. You need to exercise more discretion. Violence is a part of life, I'm afraid, but graphic, avoidable violence to children and to Santa Claus shows poor judgment. It's not Santa. Yeah. You got to call home for that one, too. I did. Yeah, yeah. the teacher called my home. Oh, my. Um, is Eric well? So I did get an A+. For the merit, uh, but he also gave me a C minus, so I got a double grade, an A plus, and a C minus for the violence. Okay. So anyway, that's our radio now show. It's, Asterisk. It's next been to adapted that. now for radio theater, yeah. and it is today's Halloween show. And it is posted. Do we have a keyword? Yeah, we'll go with show. <laughs> that's okay. S H word you can use. Show. Show. S H O W to the Old National Bank talk and text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. Old National Bank, get old. It's several minutes long. There's debate still this morning as to whether or not it will air <laughs> in its entirety You're later today. Actually, on the radio, <laughs> we got to get out. Brandon Snyder's got sports at six fifteen. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Behind 33 points from the Greek Freak, the Milwaukee Bucks bounce back following their ugly loss on Sunday night to beat the Miami Heat on Monday by a final score of 122-114. to Giannis into the front court, hands it off to Crowder. Crowder will give it to Connaughton, works it back to Giannis. Giannis just inside the three-point line, working on Orlando Robinson. Spins around him, and goodness gracious, takes it all out on that rim. One-hand slam, the Greek freak right through the heart of the defense. Dave Kane on the call right here on WTMJ as Giannis completes the dunk to go along with the mean mug. Damian Lillard bounced back. He added 25 points as well. And Bobby Portis with 16 off the Bucks bench. Head coach Adrian Griffin post-game on his team following the 2 and one start to their season. You know, this is a very prideful team, and we, we uh, collectively knew that we didn't play up to our standards. But the beauty of this league is, is a quick turnaround, and you get ready for another game, you make your corrections, and you, you, I always say just keep it in perspective. It's, it's a snapshot of where we are, uh, and we continue to get better. This, this team has just had a, a, a small sample of just being together, but you can see the potential. Next up for the Bucks is their first road game of the season. They'll travel out to Toronto for a Wednesday night matchup with the Raptors. The Green Bay Packers will get back to work this week in preparation for their Week 9 home matchup against the L.A. Rams. Head coach Matt LaFleur meeting with the media on Monday, talking about his offense following yet another tough loss. We all can see that we, there's a it's a talented group. Um, we just got to make sure that we get everybody on the same page and um, – you know, you just can't have. It seems like every play that we're out there, it, it's some something happens. Somebody makes a mistake, and it, it sets everything back. The NFL trade down deadline is also later today. Lafleur was asked if the Packers are a team that needs to add to their roster. That's not even a part of my thinking. My thinking is all about just how do we get our guys to feel confident about what they're doing, going out there playing fast playing decisively, um, and executing. Deadline to make a deal is 3 p.m. today. And lastly, Brewers manager Craig Council meeting with the Cleveland Guardians about their managerial opening on Monday afternoon. Council's contract with Milwaukee is set to expire at midnight tonight. Any uh, Where's your worry meter? 
with these guys uh, I don't know, meeting man. with it, Craig Council. It seems increasingly that he's doing his due diligence. He's going around. These yeah. folks want to talk. Those folks, I'll sit. I'll have sure. breakfast with you and see what you're offering. You almost feel more confident now that he's coming back, don't you? Yes. At least I do. We're not going through this whole thing if you're not managing next year, right? And at, so if you go, yeah. but how long does it take now for him to make a decision for you not to worry? I give him a if couple we weeks now. Okay. We've heard couple from everybody. A couple of weeks. weeks. The fact that the Brewers aren't doing anything. Yeah. And it makes it's been, me think that they're confident they're getting them back. Well, it's been a month too. Well, they since get the, the last. Ended. They get the last sit down. Then okay. Then you go mm-hmm. back to your current employer. It's a good play by, say, by the Brewers. Right, here's what I've been offered here. Here's what I've been offered here. The, this is the ballpark. Mm-hmm. Where are you at? What do you got? Hopefully they match. <laughs> 620 <laughs> on Wisconsin's Morning News. Again, reminding you, the holiday Halloween radio show is available right now for download or streaming or how, what do you... Yeah, you we just, dropped it. You the can podcast listen. has been dropped. You just text the word show to the old National Bank talking text line 855-616-1620. May pay, play it later on the program. Yeah, I, I think can't. we might I'm making no to. promises. <laughs> I think we might have to. It's so, good. Classic Milwaukee here. We are simultaneously complaining about something and then also complaining about the potential solution. Like, classic. This is what we do all the time. County budget testimony. You heard it in the top of the hour news. Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office asking for a $12 million boost in funding, most urgently to address staffing shortages at the county jail. Okay, now that sounds good, right? Boosting law enforcement, helping out the jail. The jail's been struggling. Yep. Nope, they lined up to testify against it. That money needs to come from somewhere, and that somewhere is our communities. And as you chip away at our communities, you harm people. We're hearing from people tonight who deserve services like housing and transit, things that measurably improve the lives of everyone in the county. Okay, first off, this idea that we're not spending money on other things. County budget's north of a billion dollars. We're spending lots of money on lots of things, including, yes, housing and, yes, transit. Are we not running the still presumably empty magic bus still for free? You can get on the Magic Bus for free right now. The Bus Rapid Transit Line. They're talking about expanding that. It's not either or. We are funding transit. In this proposed budget, nearly $16 million additional dollars to transit. Nearly $6 million additional dollars for new affordable housing initiatives. So the county is already doing that. Now they're complaining that they want to boost the sheriff's office budget, which they need. They absolutely have to get more staff there. The sheriff is crying out for staff. I need people. People have died in the jail. This is a problem. So how can we complain at the same time that it's a problem, but then complain about funding, funding the fixes? Classic. Do it all the time. Siding Unlimited, WDTMJ News Time, 637. See Giannis in his uh, Halloween costume? Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> and the Bucks won. So mm-hmm. Brendan Snyder has both those coming up in sports. So the U.S., not the only ones who like to celebrate Halloween, apparently... It's been a good year for the Bron Castle, Dracula's Spooky Castle in Transylvania, made um, made popular and famous from the book, okay. Bram Stoker's Stoker Stoker's book. Uh, so anyway, they had a huge crowd on Saturday. We decided to come here because it's a Dracula castle, so we read a lot about it in the internet, and we are doing like our own road trip in Transylvania. That's one mom there in Transylvania. The reason they uh, had such a good crowd this year, I'm not quite sure. They had 9,000 people visit alone on Saturday. That's a record. Previous record was 7,000. We had seen some pictures and stuff prior to coming, but after being here, it was fantastic for my family and kids, and we had a wonderful time. So the castle does boast like 
torture rooms and some t- <laughs> that were actual. Well, and lots of tools or whatnot. I don't know if they brought them in there and restored it that way. Oof. I mean, it was just a prince who lived there at one point. Uh, the author, uh, Stoker, like that, he just saw it in a book, saw a picture of it, and said, "Hey, that's where Dracula. That's where Dracula lives." Uh, this guy said, "No, it's pretty awesome." The best part was there was one staircase that's like really creaky and so i think that was fun because it's like you know kind of felt spooky but it's not scary no yeah so mm-hmm. ever in transylvania well the, the movie came out earlier this year right the but there's been a million movies sure but this is like the latest so that, that's my son read the, the whole book yeah like it's a giant giant book right, right? dracula yeah the said, movie like, this year is based on a chapter <laughs> that's what he said he's like they did a whole movie on one chapter yeah. it's pretty intense pretty good chapter 638 on wisconsin's morning news coming up you have buckets of halloween candy and you don't know what to do with it but let your kids eat it we got a different solution that story next How much candy did you say the kid got the other day? Bryn went, well, she's going again tonight. She's going tonight. Went. She went on Saturday at Sus- in Sussex. Okay, but she didn't get enough candy Saturday because she only got... <laughs> 11 pounds. 11 pounds. <laughs> now, in her defense, like the the... By that point, the houses were like asking her to take as much as possible. By the end of the night, they're like, here, please take more candy. So you want to get rid of some of that? And actually, this is up your way. Dentist office in Germantown. Perfect. Dental professionals on Mequon Road. They're celebrating more than a decade of buying back kids' trick-or-treat candy. And then they send it to our Wisconsin troops overseas. I talked with Dr. Chad Zambon. The way it works is we are encouraging children after trick-or-treating to bring in their excess candy to our office to donate it to, I shouldn't say donate it because we're going to be buying it back from them, but we're going to be putting it into care packages that will then be sent to Wisconsin soldiers that are stationed overseas. How much do you get? Last year, we were just under 1,350 pounds. (laughs) When you think about, from your perspective as a dentist, man, that's a lot of sugar not going on the teeth of our area young people. Yeah, you would be shocked at the boxes of candy that we have after just taking these candy donations for, you know, for three hours that one day. And there's an opportunity also with that. I'll mention that young people can come in and they can write cards that will go with the care packages, right? So they can communicate and and that probably even more than the candy is welcomed by by our troops. Yeah, we've heard back from the soldiers saying that not only they appreciate the special treat, but they really like getting appreciation letters sent from the kids. The kids are welcome to, you know, draw a picture or color pictures. We have some stations set up to put in anything else they want with the care packages, which is always much appreciated. Okay, knowing virtually no kids ever brush or floss as much as you would like to have them do. (laughs) Give us your advice, particularly around this time of year, for taking care of our teeth when we are eating a little bit of extra candy. Advice will still be the same. You know, we need to brush our teeth, definitely morning time, most importantly a night before they go to bed, and flossing a night before they go to sleep as well is is critical. Uh, As far as candy choices, the chocolate candy choices are much better than the sticky candy choices. Things like... The Starburst and Skittles and the hard candies, those are the worst things for your teeth, for sure. Now, and other dentists do this as well. That's Dr. Chad Zambon. Works with Hunziger Construction to put together those care packages for the troops. So it'll take up to five pounds of candy per kid. Only five pounds. (laughs) And they're still at that, right. So you'll have to find two dentists' office then. Okay, dang. If Bryn wants to get paid out for her 11 pounds. 
Uh, let me see. They'll take up to five pounds, as I said. 3 to 6 p.m. tomorrow. Dental professionals in Germantown. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Bucks bounce back for the 122-114 win over the Miami Heat on Monday night at Pfizer Forum. Next up for the Bucks is a road matchup in Toronto against the Raptors. The Texas Rangers took a two-games-to-one lead in the World Series after beating the Arizona Diamondbacks by a final score of 3-1 to on Monday night. Game four is set for tonight in Arizona. That first pitch is 7 p.m. And lastly, big news out of the NBA overnight. According to ESPN, the L.A. Clippers have acquired 10-time All-Star guard James Harden in a blockbuster trade with the Philadelphia 76ers. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. It's a new season here in Milwaukee, and with the offseason the Bucks just had, the expectations in the Cream City have been elevated to new heights. That's a good problem to have. The only reason I say problem is because the only issue is the fans need to learn to be patient when it comes to adapting to these new expectations. Bucks fans, patience is the name of the game this season as our new look team undergoes significant changes. I do think jumping to conclusions based on just three games is a bit too much. Look, this is a new team, as well as being coached by all new voices. Damian Lillard, our newest star, still acclimating to his role within the city, the organization, as well as adjusting to the team's rhythm and style of play. It takes time for a player of his caliber to find his groove, and over time, it'll get to where it needs to be. To add to Lillard's acclimation, Giannis is also adapting to playing alongside the all-star guard. Creating a dynamic duo like that is going to take some time to perfect. For example, when LeBron decided to join the Heat and create create the super team, Miami started their initial year off going 9-8. and eight. Things take time. Great things take even longer. Last piece of this complicated puzzle is that the supporting cast has evolved. It's a whole new bench. The role players are still in the process of defining their contributions within this team's new framework with Adrian Griffin. The rotations will tighten up, but for now, this team, this coaching staff, they're still trying to figure out who they are and who they want to become. This team has started this new era by winning two of their first three games against a team with a reigning MVP and against another team that just went to the NBA Finals and knocked off the Bucks six months ago. It's a good start to a new season, Bucks fans. Nothing more, nothing less. Six fifty-four on Wisconsin's Morning News on Tuesdays. We bring in our friend from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, two-time Sports Writer of the Year, Lori Nickel. Lori, can you react to something yesterday we were talking about in terms of Packers? And I do want to ask you about the Speed Skating Championship over the weekend because that was the best story in sports going in Wisconsin. But the Packers, I told Eric, I actually found myself laughing. And I think that's how I'm dealing with right now how bad we've been. Like it was like it was fun bad. It was like, okay, this is just funny now. Well, to me, this is where you find the real fans, a real Packer fans who are hanging in there. And the reason why I want to tell you a little story, um, the, the last time the Packers, I believe, started two and five on the season was 1992. And um, I didn't have a job at that time. I was an intern with the Green Bay Press Gazette, of all places. And um, the Packers, you know, really struggled that season. And they finished, though, nine and seven. And it was such an incredible time. I mean, because the suffering that that happened back then, you know, was pretty deep. I mean, and so I remember 
Um, the Packers lost. They didn't make the playoffs. And yet so many fans turned out to meet the team at Austin Straubel Airport in Green Bay after they lost the, the season ender to the Vikings. And I thought, this is crazy. This is I've, Who does this for a team that, that loses? But it was kind of, you know, this diehard mentality back then. And I really appreciated kind of the culture the Packers culture. So anybody now who's of a certain age is feeling kind of this nostalgia, <laughs> I think a little bit. And maybe if you have to laugh your way through it, that's the way to do it. I don't, I don't know how you laugh through the number one penalized team in the oh. NFL, but if that's therapy for you, do it. <laughs> that same coming off that season, my buddy, I was in college at St. Norbert. My roommate and I went to Austin Straubel to, and he ended up coming in on a private flight, I think, so we never saw him. But to greet Reggie White when he came to Green Bay after the Packers signed him, like that was a thing. We went out there hoping to catch a glimpse of the Minister of Defense. See, and so that's so the younger Packer fans are really getting a sense now of, of what it means to be a true fan because the Packers were two and five in like 1988, 1981, 1977. Like these are some of the dark, dark years. Um, they started out, you know, like that. So exactly. I mean, but, you know, again, back to these penalties, you know, holding penalties, false start, delay, unnecessary roughness. This all shows how young and inexperienced this team is and how they need leadership from somebody like Aaron Jones so badly. So, um, you know, it's a little bit of taste of, of decades gone by and, it's going to be a growing process for sure. I, I don't know, Lori. I, younger fan, I don't think has the patience. Younger generation is going right. to move on and do other things. <laughs> Meh, I'll go rake the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then you're not a real fan. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, then I don't want to hear you're a diehard, right? Right, right. And these are the this is the diehard is the community. It is the base. It, it was. I remember. Um, Rob Davis, the long snapper, once told me once they started coming on and they were trying to fight really hard in the 90s. And he said, we're not just playing the opponent out there. We're play, you know, our opponent is Vince Lombardi. Like that previous generation had to um, live with that legacy. And so now this current Packer generation has to live with the legacy that Brett Favre, Reggie White, Aaron Rodgers, so many others laid down for them. So you know, you really find out who's truly in it, you know, to watch that on, for three hours on Sunday. I appreciate it. That makes me feel a little bit better, Lori. We'll get through the season <laughs> somehow, some way. Happy you Halloween will. to you. Same to you, my friend. Take care. And also, Lori did a lot of reporting over the weekend on the speed skating championships that were at the Pettit National Ice Center. If you want oh, yeah. to feel good about some Wisconsin sports stories, namely Jordan Stoltz of Kiwasco. Guy's a stud. Lit the ice on fire again. So Lori's got a lot of work up at JS Online if you want to check it out. Business headlines are up next. They're sponsored by Old National Bank. Get old. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Margaret Notchek. Physicians Realty Trust headquarters is leaving Milwaukee following a $21 billion merger with Health Peak Properties. The new headquarters will be based in Denver and operate under the Health Peak Properties name. Venture capital firm Titletown Tech, which is a partnership between the Green Bay Packers and Microsoft Corporation, has invested in Midwest Games' $3 million seed round. A $30 million River West affordable apartment development is expected to begin construction in the next two weeks. The development is expected to open to residents in 2025. I'm Margaret Nachuk with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ.
Old National Bank. I just got your home equity loan and this feeling of like joy and exhilaration overcame me. Yeah, it's a phenomenon we call getting old. Wow, so I'm not the only one? No, small business owners feel it with expansion loans. Families feel it when they're setting up trusts and 529s. Nonprofits who need financing to help the community. And anyone who needs investment advice. 